Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So Ronnie and I mentioned the Wright brothers in a previous episode because we were trying to remember when airplanes started being used in war. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was World War II because I, when I think of World War I, I think of that terrible trench warfare where you literally dug, dug, dug a, um, well, I don't even know how to, a little like <laughs> a trench, I guess is the only way trench. you can do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, but then I looked it up and it was World War I, which makes sense because the Wright brothers invented the plane or at least made the plane what it is today in about, I think it was... 1909 or something around that. Wow. So that's what I want to talk about today because I think they're really, really fascinating people. And when I was a third grade teacher, we actually did a whole unit on the Wright brothers. Hmm. And they're just, it's, I just think it's fascinating stuff. So every time, you know, we get in a plane, I don't think we realize what a, what a miracle thing we're doing. Like we are literally flying through the air in a piece of metal. And if you think about it, it actually kind of makes you nervous. But uh, yeah, and it wasn't that long ago is the crazy right. thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, so let's just dive right into it and talk about the Wright brothers. So their names were Orville and Wilbur Wright, which I think are two I love it. really, really cool names. <laughs> they were from both Indiana and Ohio. I think the oldest brother was born, I don't remember which one was older, was born in um, Indiana. The other one was born in Ohio. So these are Midwest boys. And it's really funny. So they didn't have, obviously, airplanes or helicopters back then, but they're father bought them this little toy that like resembled a helicopter like with a, it was made with like a rubber band and a little like piece of paper that looked like a propeller and they were fascinated with this toy and they were they weren't even you know like 10 years old I think they were very young so they are fascinated with this toy they played with it so much that it broke and so they decided to make their own and so that is where this love of of things that can fly uh, started so it's very it's like they were engineer oriented and so when they got older, they started running a bicycle shop, which doesn't fly, but it's still got that engineering aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So they actually got their idea to start working on the airplane from another pair of brothers. And I don't know why, but I just thought that was so funny that the two like main entities that were helping airplanes were both a set of brothers. Mm. So yeah, they're a pair of German brothers and they invented the first glider. And it was uh, it was inspired because they were just watching birds fly one day and they were just thinking... Why, why can't we fly? And I, I love I, that. Be- oh, go on. I, I was just going to say, I, I think that's fascinating because the, the two examples you mentioned, the first was their father, you know, brought them a toy and they were fascinated. It broke. So they made their own. And so that's very entrepreneurial where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, hey, well, that started breaking. So how can we fix it? Or let's understand how this works and maybe we can create something like it. So that's very cool that they could observe and and try and understand like how it worked and then improve it fix it and then this other idea with these other brothers where they were inspired by watching a bird fly um i I think that's so often how creativity happens very rarely do we just poof spontaneously i have a Mm -hmm. new idea oftentimes it's like you know i'm working on this project and then i'm with my kids out in an ice cream shop and the person says, you know, something uh, to a customer and the way they said it has a connection over to this project I'm working. I'm like, oh, what if I said it that way? Yep. And so totally unrelated <laughs> things where where when you observe what's happening, you you get inspired just through living and observing things around you. So I really like just hear the beginning of the story 
we have two examples where we see how entrepreneurial these guys were. And, and I think that's a lesson for us that, you know, we don't have to like, oh, I'm not creative. I, I can't brainstorm. It's like you just got to kind of pay attention and watch people and, and learn from lots of other things. And then those ideas will start connecting in your head. Two things you said really stood out to me. One, the entrepreneurial aspect, because that's exactly why we taught this to my third graders, because we wanted to show an example of of people who innovated the world by being entrepreneurial. And the second thing I like is you said observe, which is um, you know the first step in the scientific method, which I think is important. That before you can make any hypothesis, it's those all come from just seeing something in the world around you and wondering like, huh. Why why is it like that? You know, why does this do this? And in this case, you know, looking at a bird and just being like, wait a second. How how are they flying? Like what are they doing? That was enough to spark all that interest in them. And uh it's it's actually kind of surprising to me that nobody really thought about it sooner, you know? Um yeah. but the right time, I guess. So Orville got very sick when he was a kid. And it was bad timing because it was then when he found out this horrible news that one of the brothers in Germany actually died from testing mm. out their glider. So he he went, um, you know, up in the air for a little bit and it was a terrible crash and, and he died. Hmm. But that inspired them again because they decided the brothers that they were going to pick up where the other two brothers left off. So they were going to kind of extend, you know, what they were working on. And this is crazy to me because, you know, Connor, we're so lucky we can Google anything. We have chat GBT even now. We have we have so much information just at our fingertips but they didn't have that. So for them to get the research they needed on, what is it, aero? Am I going to say this wrong? Aeronautics? I think it's aeronautics. Yeah. Yep. They had to write to the American Smithsonian Institute and ask them for like documents. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure at this time, maybe they had carbon copies, but I'm pretty sure there was no way to get a copy other than the original copy of something. Um, I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's that. another yeah. episode. When was yeah, the photocopier be... first invented? <laughs> uh, that is, that is, yeah, that is a good idea. And then they had to like have books sent to them. So this is like, imagine waiting for the back and forth to even see if the Institute's going to send them anything. Yeah. Uh, but they did. So they decided they were going to go from Ohio to North Carolina to a place called, I think it was Kitty Hawk. I want I think it was called, um, because there was like a coast and so they could literally like fly these gliders like off off a cliff into the water. That sounds more <laughs> ominous than it was, but not really. So they promised each other that they were not going to leave Kitty Hawk, North Carolina until they designed a plane, but it wasn't called a plane then, obviously. So they built what was called the Flyer One. And that was the first aircraft. And it was built in less than two months, which I think is pretty incredible. Wow. And I keep wondering if maybe because they were like building bikes and stuff, if that's why they were just so good at building things. In fact, yeah. they built the home they lived in when they moved to North Carolina. So hmm. everything they did there was, yeah, just built by scratch. And it was really kind of fragile and it looked like a dragonfly. So don't think it looked anything like a plane looked like today. The general shape, but even the wings are like a bunch of different pieces of wood. That's a fun, if you can go Google a picture of it, it's pretty crazy. So they put, or they wanted, they first they thought we'll put a car engine in it, but that was nowhere near as powerful. So then they had to invent their own engine and it weighed almost 200 pounds. But this is a good point to being entrepreneurial. The stuff they needed to make this plane fly didn't even exist yet. And that's crazy to me. So they had to not only create a whole new, you know, invention of a plane, but they had to create all the little things you put into a plane, which talk about self-sufficiency and, and yeah. being independent. So they used spruce wood because it was strong and light. Um, and they, they didn't even have wheels. This is kind of funny. It was like, um, <laughs> it was like almost like a roller coaster. Picture a roller coaster where it was just kind of flat, but then they like designed a ramp that they could push it down. 
so that it would get the momentum. Hmm. So yeah, so really crazy, but that's how they were able to get to get it to get that momentum to launch into the sky. So 1903, that was the first historic flight. And it wasn't, I mean, when we think of flight, I mean, think of a few seconds in the air. That was great, right? It wasn't like they went from one place to another. It was literally like 120 feet for 12 seconds. And that was like, that changed the entire world, which is pretty cool. Well, let me, let me pause this here, Brittany. At the time we're recording this, I know folks, when you're listening, it's often two or three months later, but we're recording this at the end of April and SpaceX just, I don't know, a week ago, had a launch of their like heavy big rocket that's going to be able to take people you know to the moon maybe to mars it's this big deal big rocket big new thing that they've never you know done before and what was so interesting to me i was watching it with my kids when it was happening live the rocket shot up in the air and uh, some of the engines you know went out and and it made its way up everyone's excited and then it, it exploded I don't remember the name they used, but it was something like an unscheduled deterioration or something like this. Right. And uh, and so everything exploded. What was interesting to me is seeing how the news and other people in the media, social media were talking about what happened because they were seeing this as a failure. So many people saw this as a failure. They said, oh, you know, they criticized Elon Musk, they criticized SpaceX. They said, that we shouldn't have, you know, rich people in charge of space travel. It should be the government and NASA and and all these critics who saw the the, the supposed failure, the rocket launching, and and were critical. Whereas then you had a different segment of people. I think you and I would fall into this, where we celebrate the milestone. It's like, oh my gosh, that's never been done before. Look how far you made it beyond what anyone else has done. Yeah, it didn't end like you wanted, perhaps. But you learned a ton and you're going to be able to go back as long as you're alive, unlike the the German brother who <laughs> crashed in his glider. <laughs> but you're going to be able to go back and apply what you learned and improve and extend and grow and, and, and all of that. So I see that here with the Wright brothers where, you know, it was probably exhilarating for them. Uh, who, you know, when they traveled, what did you say? 120 feet yeah. for, for a few seconds. That was probably exhilarating, like a sign of, of progress. I'm sure, I am sure there were other people at the time who were critical of them for saying, yeah, okay, big whoop, anyone can do that. Anyone can be airborne for a few seconds, but, you know, manned flight across long distances, mm-hmm. give me a break, you know? And and so we see people like, like it's like Paul Krugman, right? He's this economist <laughs> for the New York Times um, and, uh, and he, you know, very liberal, big government kind of guy. And years ago, I think it was in the late nineties, he had this quote where he basically says, Oh, the internet is a passing fad. No one's going to be able to, or no one's going to be ordering things on their computer. It's going to go the way of the typewriter, you know? And, and, and so we see how different reality is, but there's always going to be critics. So to me, that's another lesson is that if you've got a goal and if you're focused on some kind of success, whatever that is, there are going to be people who want to tear you down. There are going to be people who are very critical of what you're doing. And they see your milestones as failures because you didn't go further or you didn't go faster. But I think we need to interpret these things, these milestones as positives. I mean, I think it's amazing that they flew 120 feet for 12 seconds when no one had done that before. No, exactly. And it's not even it's not even that they were like, that's not a big deal. It was that they didn't even believe him because remember, there's no like news or or in uh, social media. So for them to believe because people in Europe were like Americans think that they created flight. 
Um, and they and they're like, it's a hoax. So they actually had to fly to Europe and do a bunch of air shows for the French people <laughs> just so they believed that this was a real thing. But like you said, it was that flight that um that they got even further. They got 300 feet. And I want to just – or 300 feet of an altitude, so up in the air. But for context, today we fly 36,000 feet. So like <laughs> small steps, right, led to big yeah. things. Uh, but Wilbur was able to fly 41 miles in France oh, wow. forward, not up in the air. And that's, I mean, I'm trying to think where that would be. That's from like, well, I guess it depends on where you live to get a geographical uh, location. But uh, so, yeah, each time, like you were talking about, they flew. They found ways to improve the planes and, you know, make them even better than before. And it was that perseverance that led to the evolution of their aircraft. And, you know, they were completely dedicated. So later, and this is where I'm always, I always have mixed feelings because they ended up selling their plane, their aircraft for uh, $30,000 to the government, which would be about a million dollars today for the military. And it's, it's a hard thing for me because part of me is like, why did you sell out to the government? <laughs> but then you think like, okay, it's, I just have a hard time with it. But you know, that led to planes in World War One, where people uh, in World War One, actually, they were just doing they were just doing surveillance with them. They weren't using them to fight. But, you know, later on, they did. And you have to think like, OK, well, it's caused it's been used to, you know, hurt people in war. But then they were hurting people anyway. It's just I don't know how you feel about it, Connor, but it's that's a hard one for me. It's always a conundrum where where I want to end uh, with our story about the Wright brothers is I, I like this fact. You know, these guys here, they are doing this innovative stuff that no one had done before and they're they're pushing the envelope they're creating new technology you're right Brittany. new technology is always used by bad people for bad things but it can also be used for good for good things you mentioned chat gpt earlier right artificial intelligence it's going to be used in really horrible ways uh, but it can also be used in really good ways so technology can be be turned either way but what i find fascinating is here's these guys who are super innovative and pushing the envelope they didn't go to college in fact, they didn't even graduate high school. And so now today, fast forward, right? As you said, we're flying at 36,000 feet, super long distances. I think it's like 6 million people are in the air every single day. Just yesterday, last night, I was playing pickleball with my kids and there was a plane flying overhead. I pulled out my phone. I have this little app. I think it's called Flight Radar, if I remember right. Yeah. And, and it has an augmented reality feature where I held my phone up at the sky, you know, the camera's on. And so it showed the sky and then it could detect the plane based on like the location of my phone. And then it showed me, oh, this plane's coming from Cancun and here's how high it's flying and how fast it's going. And so there's millions of people at any like right now, kids, you're listening to this and mom and dad in the car, at home, wherever. There are millions of people floating in the air right now. <laughs> you know, that's just crazy. And it's from these guys who didn't even go to college. They didn't even go to high school. It just shows that you don't need to be an expert. I mean, I've changed with my team over a hundred laws. I have no legal background. I used to make websites for a living, right? Like you can self-teach, you can build your own future, you can follow whatever path you want. And so to me, that's super inspiring about the Wright brothers is they lack this formal education and yet they were doing things that none of these other people, you know, had ever done before. And all the so-called yeah. experts said, couldn't be done. So check out the Wright Brothers, guys, the show notes page, tuttletwins.com slash podcast. This is a fun story to dig into and see how entrepreneurial these brothers were. A um, lot of fun lessons that we've shared throughout that we can learn from their, their story. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you haven't yet. Stick around and learn a little more with us. tuttletwins.com slash podcast. Brittany, until next time, we'll talk to you later.
Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.